Thank you everyone for being here and thank you to our sponsor Anchor. Since I started my podcasting journey, I found Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast and many others. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app now. Go to anchor.fm, A N C H O R.fm, and get started. Download the app. It's very easy. Anchor.fm. Thank you. Namaste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consciouspreneurs Creating Global Impact. I am your host, Maria Martinez, and today I have a very beautiful and powerful guest, Misty Patrella. She is a transformational business coach for heart center and spiritual entrepreneurs. She helps coaches, healers, and other heart center service-based entrepreneurs to create consistent income using mindset mastery and proven strategies uh, that is aligned with how they want to show up in the world. Beautiful, powerful. Misty, welcome. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, Thank you for the introduction. That was beautiful. Um, I am in the beautiful state of Oregon at this moment. So it's raining right now. Um, so I am on the West coast of the U S here. Well, your topic is heart center selling. And mm-hmm. I love this topic because we, and not just, not just uh, people that are entrepreneurs, but in sales and every other aspect, we sell on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't even realize we're selling. Some of us are selling really hardcore. So finding the balance of that flow is really important. And especially if it's in alignment. So tell us a little bit about your topic and your passion for it. Yeah, I didn't come to this topic under happy auspices, meaning like I had to develop a way to create clients that did not make me want to cringe every time I had to do it. I was like, how I had, you know, I went to coaching school for two years. It was a really intense program. It was amazing. I loved it. And at the end of it, because they don't teach you how to run a business, right. they teach you how to be a coach. And so they didn't tell you how to sell coaching. So they were like, yeah. And this was a long time ago. This was in 2013, 2013. So they said at the end of my coaching program, yeah, just give away free coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. And then people <laughs> will just sign up with you because it's so amazing. They can't not get more of it. Well, I'm going to tell you what, I gave away over 150 of these free discovery calls before I learned that there is a very different way to negotiate the sales process that is connected and loving and supportive and you Mm -hmm. don't have to convince anyone and you don't have to push anyone into anything. So heart-centered selling came from, was born from pain (laughs) (laughs) and um 
a lack of success. <laughs> so that's actually how I, that's how it came into the world. I was like, I, I and I was watching my business mm -hmm. crumble before my own eyes. I was like, if I can't do this, if I don't know, if I don't have a way to, to create clients that doesn't make me want to not do it, then I'm in trouble. And at the time when I started my coaching almost 10 years ago, I've been a coach now for in January, it'll be 10 years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And so, but, but again, that came through like watching my business like not take mm -hmm. off and I was like I know that everything I want is on the other side of my ability to figure this out right and it really sounds like like it was a breakthrough for you like stepping back and looking at it I have to do something different or I have to look at this differently I have to and it actually taking out the half to but it really feels like it was a reflection point for you it was huge mm -hmm. it was huge and I always think that those kind of things happen when like it's like a, it's there's been a build up to something like that, mm -hmm. and so I had done 150 of these calls, and I was like, I'm exhausted, mm -hmm. but I have no clients. I'm in trouble. Right. Right. So like, I feel like a lot of those like breakthrough moments like that come from like a really big desire and like a big frustration. Like yes, time. yeah, you know it's so interesting selling because selling it's it's like you said it's a natural way of conversating with somebody when oh you God, really yeah. identify what their and it's not necessarily what the need is it's more about what they desire and you notice that gap and then you step in passionately to help them bridge that gap it's not selling it's more about standing a source for them right and yes that process 100 it's so much like that it's so much exactly what you just said yeah so tell me, tell me a little bit, or tell us a little bit about at, in that moment when you realize this is not working, the suggestion is not working, what steps, what strategies, what did you come up with? What did you have to do? What, what new practice did you start implementing that changed and shifted? I you stopped, now attracting clients. Yeah, I stopped trying to give away my service for free during it. A sales conversation. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. before I thought that what you had to do was tell people like all the stuff they were supposed to go do because selling a service is very different than selling a widget. I mean, essentially you do get like an outcome, but mm -hmm. when you're selling a service, especially a service like transformation, mm -hmm. you can't, the best transformation happens when two people decide together to collectively move forward. Right. You can't save someone in coaching and healing. You'll never be able to save someone. So someone has to meet you halfway. Mm -hmm. And in, the, in, a, in a beautiful discovery call, you're helping someone to decide if they're ready, not right. hurry up and buy my thing. Right, right. Yeah, I found that it's not, it's not about selling your thing. It's really about, it's creating that space for them to see for themselves their own value and their own worth so that they may move forward and invest in themselves and see the possibility for themselves. Exactly. And, and, I, and I feel like that's what is missing for some, uh, some people as well as when the, you know, the client or, or, you know, your potential clients are coming in and there's already an aversion to 
selling or they're going to sell me on this. It's kind of stepping back and recreating the space for them to be able to step forward and see what is the value here that is being offered and what does that mean for me? So they can see for themselves that it's not about you who is providing the service. It's more about them and what that's going to do for them and their business and growth. I mean, as soon as I stopped trying to talk the whole time, mm-hmm. Like, if anyone listening to this mm-hmm. finds themselves doing most of the talking during a sales conversation, right. you're already, the focus is already in the wrong place. Right. Yeah. And the other thing that I feel, and, and I think you're, you, just by bringing it all together in this message of heart-centered selling, that's also important to understand and even know, and maybe we don't even realize that we do it at the time is that when you do come from that place heart center when you're when your intention is I'm going to add value bring value I'm going to support whoever is ready willing and able to move forward mm-hmm. there is no selling it's yeah. just a meeting of the minds and you said you come together you make a decision you see the value for yourself and there is no question about price or timing or anything it's just it just feels right it just feels right it makes sense Yep. Yeah. It's so much easier than we make it. It's Beautiful. so much easier than we make it. So, do you have a process that you do in heart center selling? Tell us a little bit about your process. So um, I talk about the six steps to heart centered selling. Um, a couple of those really important steps are one, you know, three of the steps that I'm going to share are before you ever get on the phone. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because selling is way more <laughs> than you just being on the Zoom with someone or the phone or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So one is loving your offers so much that it's easy and exciting for you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean Absolutely. loving it, like embodying what you do how Mm -hmm. awesome it is, how important it is, how essential it is. And I don't care if you do social media work. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a VA. I don't care if you're a coach. I don't care if you're a healer. I don't care if you help someone clean their house. Mm -hmm. Like owning what you do and how amazing it is from Mm -hmm. the very, like owning it and like being excited about it is number one. Always and always number one. Because if you're, Look, when we're nervous on a sales conversation, right. it doesn't come across that you're nervous. It sounds like to the other person, well, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. So when we're like, when they say, yeah, so what's the price? And you're like, um, yeah, so, well, yeah. So, you know, usually I discount it, but sometimes I don't. And like we hem and haw and like talk, we don't just like answer a question. It, that comes usually from being nervous. Right. But to the other person, it sounds like you don't know what you're talking about. So like Mm -hmm. loving your offers and embodying them is essential. Mm -hmm. And that's very important because sometimes that nervousness comes from, I'm not aligned with my pricing or I'm not aligned with my value. I'm not comfortable with them charging. Exactly. Whether it's, whether you feel it's too much or not enough, it's just not being aligned with it. Uh, So when it comes to the pricing, 
uh, often you feel if you're not aligned with it, you feel uh, reject or you're fearing rejection. You're fearing it, I'm not, you know, the value is not there or I'm giving too much away. So much, right. And, and that's actually number two is getting in the right mental space mm -hmm. before you do this. Get in the right mental, you know, if we're, if you're in a sales conversation and your focus is on what you're doing in any way, the focus is already in the wrong place. So anytime I find, if I'm nervous or something, you know, which doesn't happen anymore because I've been doing this for so long, but when I, when I used to get nervous getting on a sales conversation, I just would move my focus back over to the other person. Mm -hmm. Because if you're worried about you, your worry and your focus is in the wrong place right. on the other person. That's a so, great suggestion. Yeah. Oh, oh thank you. So, um, you know, making sure you're in the right mental space. If you are anxious, go listen to a calm down video. If you are, you know, feeling your energy is low or whatever, like people can read, you know, they say words are like only a very small part of actual communication. Right. right? So the energy you bring mm -hmm. in a sales conversation is super essential. Right. If you're like, sick or depressed or you're feeling in lack mm -hmm. you attract that right so get in the right mental energy it is part uh, of your job absolutely and people remember more how you made them feel or how they felt in the conversation than what you said so if they if they have if they feel connected to you if they feel in a safe space if they trust you they'll remember that they may not remember all the details of what you talked about, but they'll remember this feels good. This doesn't feel good. This feels off. And then that will influence their decision moving forward. Yep. It's so true. And so, you know, when we end up getting those clients that like drain our energy or they're not willing to do the work or whatever, those are the clients that we end up bringing in where we're coming from that, like, there's no way this person's going to sign up with me. So like, <laughs> get, that's why being so excited about your offer is so important, right? Because it puts you in this different mindset. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, when, when they talk about the offer and especially if I'm working with somebody, I always say, you're creating something that you want to do for yourself. Let's say that you had an event, nobody showed up but you still experience it for yourself. It still gave you a benefit because you filled into the energy or filled into the transformation. It is still worth it. Yeah. That means that you're so aligned with it. You benefited from, benefited from that. So when you feel so passionate about that, you're not worried about who's going to come. You're just, oh, I just can't wait to be in the energy. I can't wait to be in the vibration. I can't wait to be in the transformation. I can't wait to see the results. Every time we do something for someone else, we mutually benefit from that. Yeah. And, and if you're willing to do it without the worry of who's going to come, how many is going to come, who's going to sign up, who's going to buy it, what if they don't buy it? If you remove all of that of the equation, then it's fun. Then it's Yeah, fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> True. And then number three is getting in your, get into service. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're like about to get on a phone call, listen, I say a phone because 
I'm old. And also when I first started doing this, it was all on the phone because Zoom has only been around for a couple of years. <laughs> you know, so when I first started coaching, I even learned to coach on the phone. That's how we did it. Right. So, um, so my point was, oh, right. I lost my point. Okay. So when you, when you get into that level of like service and hold service, instead of worrying about whether or not someone is going to buy from you, boy, is it so freeing because you can just be on the conversation with someone. If Absolutely. you are worried about whether or not someone is going to buy from you, they can feel that guys. And I'm telling you, I work with very empathic, sensitive folks because I mm -hmm. work with like coaches and healers and, mm -hmm. you know, other service, you know, I have a, a bunch of service based businesses that I work with, but those are the, the mainstay who I work with are coaches and healers. And, um, you know, we're all very empathic and sensitive and we don't like, you know, I can't leave someone feeling pushed on in a sales mm -hmm. conversation. I cannot do it. I cannot physically, it makes me feel icky at the end. Like mm -hmm. I just push somebody to do something. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So getting into service, mm -hmm. huge part of it. And all mm -hmm. three of those things happen before you ever get on the call. Mm -hmm. There is a balance though. The balance where I see, it. so it's not about being pushy and, and giving something, to someone they, that they don't need or, or, you know, pushing them to buy something they don't need. But there is, there is that place where we, you know, we can completely see what they're not able to see for themselves. We can see their success. We can see how this is going to benefit them. And that's when we really stand as source for them so that they can yeah. move into that possibility. Because, you know, a lot Absolutely. of times they've had disappointments, they've had failures, oh, yeah. they're not sure, they're not trusting, they've tried different things that haven't worked. So that's when, you know, when we, when we can see that magnificence in, in their results, that's when we really want to not pushy, but stand at source and help them oh, create yeah. the space Absolutely. so they can step into and see the possibility. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the job. That's our job is to help people yeah. see the possibility. Absolutely. 1000%. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, there's never a point in any of my sales conversations where someone is ever pushed in like, right. As a matter of fact, when it comes time to the sale for the sales part of the call, if that is what happens at the end, um, I let the client leave. I don't leave that part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. so there's no way mm -hmm. for it even to be pushy. So um, number three, or sorry, number four is to lead the call. Mm -hmm. I just was on a sales call with someone who was trying to sell me something. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's so hard for me because I like, <laughs> I actually know this person too. I, 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 I so want to stop someone in the middle of a terrible sales conversation and be like, can I help you fix this, please? <laughs> please let me help you fix this. So she just got on the call, like we got on the call and she was like, so, and she just started like talking. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what, like lead the call, lead it. Here's mm -hmm. what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to talk about. Here's how long we'll be on the thing. Here's what's going to happen. Whatever it is, lead it. It makes people feel safe. 
And we have to remember that when people are talking to coaches or healers, or I don't even care what your service-based business is, it actually doesn't matter what your service-based business is. When someone is coming to you, they need your help with something they cannot do on their own. So inherently, they already feel vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? When someone is like coming to get help from someone, it's a little bit vulnerable feeling. We're the ones who feel so nervous because we're like, are they going to like me? Are they going to buy? Are they going to like me? But if you just like for a second, get into the mindset of who you're talking to. Right. And be like, wow, this person might be nervous. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure they feel like, I call it creating the container. You like create a container for this call right. that has a start to it and an end to it. Mm -hmm. Very important part of the call because yeah. people are nervous. So if mm -hmm. you create the container, it allows them to relax a little bit. Right. Okay. So this person is like, at least they know what they're talking about. And there's mm -hmm. something that's going to happen, you know, because a lot of times people come to me, they've never spoken to a coach before. So I have to, you know, sometimes I even, I'm like, have you spoken to a coach before? <laughs> do you know what's about to happen? We're going to do a lot of jumping jacks. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do yeah, absolutely. And also, it's also important to ground, not just you as the person offering the service, but also help the client ground um, by connecting, um, by asking a few questions, by bringing them into the space. You know, you called it a container. Uh, so another way is again, grounding everyone so that all that nervous energy, all that skepticism, all that doubt, all that resistance is set aside. And now you have an open space to communicate. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep. So Misty, uh, what, where do you wanna see your business? Uh, what's the, you know, where, what's the legacy that you wanna leave behind with your business? This is a great question. I actually want to change the scape of business. <laughs> I have pretty lofty goals. I, you know, there is two very different mentalities about business in this world right now. There's this very service-based mentality, which is like love-based and heart-centered, darn near even spiritual in its nature, very feminine. And there's a very masculine, bro-centric kind of like pushy, greed-based way, okay? I call it bro-centric. That's kind of not very fair. But alas, that's the way people call it. Like bro-marketing, mm -hmm. you might have heard that word. Mm -hmm. My idea is to take a whole lot of the greed out of business and help people see it as a real place for love and service and possibility. Because a lot of the times when I talk to people, they're even afraid to start a business because they think it has to be a certain thing. Like it has to, you have to be put, you know, in people's faces all the time, reminding of your stuff and you have to sell and be pushy and all this, the misconceptions about the mm -hmm. way business needs to happen are mm -hmm. so many. Mm -hmm. So I have a, I'm working on a book right now. Beautiful. I do lots of stuff to like get the message out that it doesn't have to be that way. Beautiful. So that's Beautiful. a big mission I have. I don't, yeah, it's a huge mission I have right now, especially because that, like, that sounds amazing. Process. So <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm going to take business into the fit. It's going to be a place <laughs> of love and support and connection. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful and amazing. And I, and I, I feel like, a lot of us who are in the conscious, spiritual, energetic space 
are really following that path as well. We, we want to create that space of possibility. We want to create the yes. space of alignment. We want to create the space of empowerment. Well, we want to support others to see their own greatness so that they can move forward. And, you know, we want to release and remove all the limitations of choosing, choosing what's best for them, choosing what's in their highest good and choosing with confidence to bring in what the benefits and value that are going to help them support their business. So that's beautiful. Love it. Yeah. So I, I have a couple other questions for you that are coming up yeah. as we're talking about. What would you say has been your greatest challenge so far? <laughs> in, in what? Anything specific? Anything you would like to share, anything that may be relevant, anything that you feel like it it supported me, it, it helped me get to this place in time to own my power, uh, stand for what I believe as source for myself and be congruent with my mission. Oh my gosh. I had, this is really easy for me to talk about because I've told this story so many times. I had a whole life meltdown mm -hmm. when I was 31. I got divorced and I quit my job at the same time. I didn't just quit a job. I quit a career. I was in advertising for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, they want you to live there. And I was unsatisfied with that thought. <laughs> And so I was like, my, my boss, I had gone to my boss at the time and I said to her, you know, I don't think we're going to get these things done that we said we would have done. And I'm just letting you know, we've been busting, but we just haven't. And she said to me, well, you know, Miss T, there are 24 hours in a day. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So I was like, oh, holy crap, what am I going to do? I was like, this is not my career. I cannot do this. Someone said to me mm -hmm. at that point, you're kind of turning gray. And I don't mm -hmm. mean my hair. I mean, like I was, my whole body was gray because I was so mm -hmm. unhappy. So the biggest transformation or the biggest challenge that ever happened was that. But what happened from it Mm -hmm. was miraculous since because it forced me my I, I wasn't a spiritual person before I sort of like made up my own religion when I was like I'm very like spiritual but not religious right and I right. grew up in Ohio and it's a very religious state so I, I <laughs> so when my whole life exploded or imploded I should say um it forced me to really look at things on mm -hmm. a lot deeper level and mm -hmm. so everything changed from there it was the worst year and also the best year right. of my life it was probably right. my saturn return too if i'm thinking about it right i probably was right around that same time <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you realize this is not an alignment it's not making me happy and you had the courage to step away from it yep and trust and trust the universe trust your path trust your decision yep. and from that trust and from that resilience you created something really amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Is there something that you feel is important for the audience to know? If they get anything, get this. What's that message? Um, if there is anything you take away from this, and I haven't even talked about this at all, but 
let's say you got all the way through to this part of the conversation. <laughs> there isn't anything that is undoable. Now, having said that, if you have a terrible singing voice and you want to sing in the opera, that might be a little hard. But I, for a very long time in my life, thought that there was certain things I could do and certain things I couldn't do. And I'm telling you what, every time I change, rearrange that, and I start to think about not can I do it or can't I, but how, mm -hmm. what comes first? I'm telling you, it starts coming into my world so much faster. So if, you're, if you see yourself as someone who can't do the thing they're trying to do, that is what you'll create. But if you see yourself as someone who can, that is what you'll create. Beautiful. So yeah, just reconnecting to what you want more often than you're connecting to what you don't think is possible because we spend so much of our time and like, haven't done it, can't do it, haven't done mm -hmm. it, can't do it, haven't done it, right. never gonna happen, can't do it. And if you're spending your time there most of the time in your mind, that's what you're creating. So if Absolutely. you find that that's where you are, time to shift back over to what, to like focusing on the fact that you already did it. Absolutely. And, and that is you being aware of your thoughts. That's you being so aware much. of where you are. So what you focus on is what you create. That's where yeah. your energy goes. So if you recognize you're in limiting beliefs or in limitation or yeah. boxing yourself in, then it's time to step back, take a deep breath, expand that into being limitless into everything is possible. I always say into stepping into the field of infinite possibility and living there. Everything yes. possible. <laughs> yes. 1000%. It's such a better place to live too. Who wants to live in the regular world? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Misty, this was a great conversation. Lots of great information, lots of nuggets. Uh, we have the, uh, the, transcription as well that we can make available for our audience where can they find you if they would like to connect with you yeah well my website's the easiest it's coachmisty.com and that's m-i-s-t-i.com but you can head over to my facebook group too heart-centered entrepreneurs making impact and income that's that's where i am the most frequently so come on over beautiful beautiful and thank you for that invitation that was wonderful it's a, it was a wonderful interview, great information. I love to have you back again and continue this conversation or even go deeper into your steps yeah. uh, and even talk about some case studies or examples. That would be amazing. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. All day amazing. Long. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I really you. appreciate you and thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back soon. Bye for now. Bye.